and let your imagination lead you. You'll just be surprised on how doing nothing can give you more space to think and be more creative. Welcome to my coffee stories. This is the podcast where I share my simple how-tos and lifestyle journey over a cup of coffee. My name is Marfe, a human of this beautiful earth that aspires to live a simple and yet intentional life. Welcome back to the podcast. I know at this point, it's totally not acceptable to hear any of my excuses for being away for more than a month, but I will tell it anyway. So first, um, I was really trying to focus on my full-time job. Um, it's still continue. I, I really want to focus and do excellent job in my full-time job because um, rel- I'm relatively new and I still have a lot of things to figure out and to be mindful of. So yeah, second would be I had a lot of fun doing my part-time job. Um really had fun i don't know how i can express this but i've learned a lot coming from my students and i enjoy just listening to them just having really good conversation with them so basically the weekends that i intended for my creative stuff was compromise obviously and it was exhausting but at the same time fulfilling and Maybe next time I might share to you why I opt to do a part-time job despite of having a really nice job in a software company. And yeah, while I was having a long break in making creative stuff, like of course, like of course, um, this podcast and any related coffee contents that I have for my Instagram page, um, there is this one thing that I started practicing and that is being mindful. I'm not sure if I was able to share it to you, but a couple of months ago, I started reaching out to a Japanese life coach to reassess my mind state. Wait, <laughs> please don't get me wrong. I'm not crazy. But yeah, it. I just want to tell you guys that if you're feeling that you need help, please feel free to reach out to an expert, okay? Because that time, I felt really exhausted. I felt that I was trapped in a world that was created by my past, and I could no longer handle that feeling. I'm not sure if that was one of the effects of being in the pandemic, um, not being able to meet your friends and was not able to like go outside and have fun. But yeah, um, I decided to um, to reach out because why not? Why not reach out to an expert who can help me figure out the next steps, right? And for a quick context, I actually had an option to choose a Filipino coach, but I opt to have a Japanese coach primarily because I think Japanese is well-versed in terms of practicing mindfulness, they are the first person that comes to my mind when I hear that word. And true enough, Miho, her name is Miho, my life coach, clarified first what mindfulness is. And she gave me a background that originally, 
mindfulness is a known uh, is known as a, a spiritual practice or ritual in Japan but when the Americans adopted the practice it became associated to well-being or being in um, like practicing or like being in healthy or in happy state it was actually one of the best decisions I ever had especially this year i learned how being present in whatever you do may it be eating doing work listening to a friend or just like simply staring at your ceiling can help live your life intentionally and this is something that i'd like to dig in today and how actually like zoning out which is my favorite hobby lately can boost your productivity i know it sounds crazy I know it sounds weird like how doing nothing can help you do more it doesn't make sense at all right and it was also surprising for me because you know i do not know if it would really work but i just tried and please note that you do not have to do it if if it won't work for you it's just that it has been very helpful for me <laughs> It's just that it has been very helpful for me. So I'm just sharing the experience and I hope that you can just like hear me out. Okay. We can start first by defining the word mindfulness versus productivity. Then I can explain to you later why, in my personal opinion, they are both related. Um, let me start by defining mindfulness. So it is awareness that arises through paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. Um, I came across this meaning as I was doing my research on mindfulness and um, I saw it in the website of University of Michigan. I can put the link in the description so that you can check because it's it's very helpful. It's complete. They will define you the mindfulness. They will provide you the benefits. What are the things that you can do to practice it? So it's quite helpful and you may want to check that link in the description. Um, in a nutshell, I think after hearing this definition, um, we can think of mindfulness as purposely or intentionally being in the present moment. And I like that. I like the phrase being present in the moment. Um, later on, I can explain to you. <laughs> yeah, later. <laughs> kept on saying later but yeah so yeah I'll, I'll provide to you more details about that later on but in terms of productivity on the other hand uh, it is a measure of efficiency of a person and usually we we associate it by completing a task one of my favorite authors, uh, his name is James Clear. I'm pretty sure you already heard of his name because I kept on quoting him. I love his book, Atomic Habits. It has been very helpful for me when I was uh, trying new habits and um, making like a system, like a daily system on how I can reach my goals in life. But yeah. Um, he clarified in his blog that productivity is getting important things done consistently. And I want you to take note of the word consistently. 
Okay. Also, he mentioned that being productive is about maintaining a steady, average speed on few things, not maximum speed on everything. And I like how he defined it because we always think that I'm just doing the bare minimum. And actually, James Clear is telling you it's okay to do the bare minimum. You don't have to do it fast. You don't have to, you know, give like the maximum speed or like the maximum energy on everything. Okay. So just to explain it to you in an easier way, productivity is not being measured by how much you're able to finish, like how much task you're able to finish in a day. You may have 15 or 20 or maybe like 50 to-do list, but how many of those or which of those are really important? So if you'd like to be productive, it's, it's important that you know how much important tasks you can accomplish, again, the word consistently, because these tasks may be big or small that contributes a bigger goal because i think the whole definition of productivity also has the same principle of having one percent progress every day has he also taught in atomic habits um maybe just a little context on one percent progress um it, it looks like he would want us to just show up, do everything. Let's say, for example, your goal is to exercise. It doesn't matter how long do you exercise. It could be like five minutes or like 15 minutes or like 30 minutes. It's okay. If it's just 1% of progress, it's totally fine because 1% of progress is still a progress, right? While I was like actually looking everything, these definitions, I'm, I started to become guilty of not maximizing my full potential and i always thought that multitasking is a great skill that i can always rely on because remember when you would have an interview at a job interview in a company the company would always ask you are you good in multitasking and we would always think that multitasking should always be done but in my experience Yes, okay, I was able to manage my time, but not actually my energy. I may have finished maybe two or three tasks at once, but was the result executed excellently? I don't think so, right? Because just imagine that if you have like 100% of energy and you'll have to divide it into two or three tasks, I'm not even good at math. Maybe you can do the calculation for me. I don't think I'm able to give my full potential, my full 100% in all those three tasks, right? But what if I have done it differently? What if I practice mindfulness in just one important task at the moment, focusing into it deliberately, then after that, I can jump into the next important task? I guess I can save a lot of energy. And um, if I would put like 100% in just one task, surely you can, you know, clearly see it like 100% goes in just one task. And I'm pretty sure I can expect a better result. Being mindful is being in the present, not in the past, nor in the future. It's amusing that the books I 
I've been reading recently both insights about this. Um, my friend Eva, she wrote um, in her book, The Beat, it's actually a Christian book that at least for me, it's like her daily conversation with God. I'm happy on how relatable or the topics or the chapters are. And one of the lines that one of the lines that struck me the most is that she said, You are a lot better than who you are yesterday. Simple phrase, right? But it was really heavy for me. It reminded me on the times that I always doubt of the present me like present me because you know i would always think i could have done better or maybe i should have not done this or whatnot and so after hearing that word it reassured me that i am so much better i am now stronger and i am wiser in my present state so i'm always like amused how like a certain sentence or phrase in the book can actually like lift your mood up, right? Then um, I came across another book that I just finished, I think, um, yesterday. So Marine, uh, the, the name of the character is Marine. She is one of the characters of Nina Lacour in the book We Are Okay. And she reminded me of how uncertain the future can be. And the line goes something like, someday is an open word. It could mean tomorrow or it could be decades away. And I was like, yeah, I could, I would always say, oh, someday I'll do this. Someday I'll do that. Who said that someday could be, you know, could be a certain word to define what will happen. It isn't. It could be tomorrow. It could be in two weeks. It could be in a month. It could be in a year. I don't know. And what if it it wouldn't happen so i realized two things that our past can get hold of us reminding us that mis- the, the the mistakes that we have done or hindering us to move forward because we are too scared that we will commit the same failure or mistakes our past would also questions our ability and our identity and on the other hand, if you think about the future, which is totally okay, I like dreaming about the future, but being too in that scenarios in the future, it will also bring us anxieties. We can get distracted of the different scenarios that we have created in our head. Like, I mean, since we know we are like being this, I do not know how to explain it, but yeah, like. When you are already facing something in front of you at the present, and then suddenly you'll think about what will happen in the future, you get easily distracted, right? So I'm not saying that this could be the scenario for everyone, but at least for me, it would happen to me. And um, I've, I just came across like one quote the last few weeks that for athletes, they do not actually like think of ahead, but rather like focus on their like what's already in front of them. And that would be possibly the goal or the finish line, right? They do not care about what's on the side. They just focus on what's in front of them. Too much thinking about the past or too much thinking about the future could potentially stop us from moving forward or for us to reach the greatest versions of ourselves.
and being in the present, you know, it's not only beneficial at work. This can also be helpful for your personal growth and your relationship. Like, for example, actively listening to your friends, to your family, focusing on what the other person is saying by keeping silent and by not thinking of anything stereobot. I'm so guilty about this because whenever I talk to my students back then or whenever I talk to my friends, I always think, how can I give advice? How can I make um, my friend feel better? But it's actually not like that. Sometimes you really just want to absorb in the moment, listening, absorbing every information that you can get from that person. It would actually surprise you like how you would react. It will just naturally be there, right? Do not think about what you will answer or not. Um, it will just give you a lot of anxiety. And also, if you want to be creative, one tip that I can tell you is to zone out deliberately. <laughs> I turn away from screen. You can also like leave any gadgets away. Just free yourself from any distraction. You know, you can imagine that just to sit down, feel what you need to feel, and let your imagination lead you. You'll just be surprised on how doing nothing can give you more space to think and be more creative. So recently, um, I practiced being mindful by journaling and doing devotions. Um, as part of my spiritual practice, I give time to let my thoughts out on a piece of paper and let this Holy Spirit consume me. Sometimes when you are already consumed by a lot of voices from the world, the only thing that you can really rely on is just a piece of paper and just a quiet space. I'm not sure if you have already tried that, but when I do not know what to do, when I no longer how to solve the problems that I have, I don't know. It's just like magic. It works like magic. Just a piece of paper and let the Holy Spirit, you know, consume everything in me. And it's magical. Um, another thing that I do is um, I intentionally do nothing. I set my me time. <laughs> in my um there's like a specific area in my in my um like home office thing it's, it's not like too huge or what i just actually just changed the mood i i would um lit a scented candle and then prepare like maybe a cup of tea or coffee and then just there into nothingness and I let myself feel and acknowledge any emotions I may have in that very moment and let zoning out do its wonders. <laughs> I also listen actively. I am still um, in the process of um, doing that. I, I am trying to do that even in my classes. Maybe I would only prepare like some questions, but... Um, when we are already in the conversation and if I want to really sustain the conversation, all I need to do is just to listen actively, focus on the person who's talking. 
because as I mentioned earlier, I already got used to prepare my rebuttal or my answers in every conversations. But I figured out that listening is actually being silent, both externally and internally. Just like let go of other thoughts in your head. Just focus on the new information. Just focus on the new information that um, the other person is telling you. And you'll be surprised on how it would resonates you you're just gonna be surprised how much information you can actually take and at work i noticed that um i usually just i usually check my phone often because i work from home and there's no one watching me um and of course i don't want to like cheat while working i mean i'm being paid the company is you know, providing me everything and all I have to do is just to work as expected. So I usually remove my phone in the scene um, and then I downloaded like a software. Um, It is related to Pomodoro method. It's like the same with Pomodoro method. So I focusly work for 25 minutes without any distractions and um, I'm not sure like how you would work, but two things are working for me when I'm trying to focus. It's either um, I want like a silent environment or I listen to music. Depends on my mood. If I would, if I feel like so sleepy, I would listen to like um, to rap songs or like hip hop songs. But I do have a trick since I don't want to be distracted by the lyrics. It has to be like Korean, Japanese, or Chinese. (laughs) So that I could not understand and just like, you know, just vibing, feeling the beat. (laughs) Yeah, so those are the things um, I do to focus. And then um, after deliberately working for 25 minutes, I would reward myself by having a quick five-minute break. Possibly just to stretch a bit or drink water or enjoy my cup of tea or coffee. So yeah, I think that will be all for today. I hope that you enjoyed this um, episode. I really took time to compose all of this to provide you um, a meaningful episode because I think you deserve it. So yeah, thank you so much. If you have any questions or any recommendations, please feel free to message me on Instagram and you can follow me at my.coffeestories underscore. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and I hope to talk to you again soon. Bye.